Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cow Daily. Hope you're keeping well. Um, I'm doing all right. A bit of a bad night's sleep last the night before last, so I didn't do a show, but reasonably decent last night. So here we are. Um, please let me know that you're around in the comments if you can. Obviously, there's a lag as usual, and it's at the non-regular time when I sort my health out. But uh, I pretty happy today. Um, I think sleep adds up, doesn't it? And especially when you've uh, had it bad for a couple of months, it's a, it's a nice thing when it starts to occur. Really feels like a, a positive shift in the right direction, really. And uh, for that, I feel blessed, my friends. Um, well, we're here. If you could subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash cow daily. Be very much appreciated. Um, also, um, if you would go to the same channel, youtube.com forward slash cow daily, go to the community tab. Um, there you will find um, posts like on our main Facebook page, things of that nature. If you would engage with them there rather than on Facebook, it'd be very much appreciated. It helps us build that channel. And um, at the minute, that's the priority and focus that we've got going on. Um, obviously, for longevity and sustainability of what we're doing, it's another source of income. Um, and hopefully, if it takes off like we know it can, then we can start employing people and make it bigger. Because... We really need to build our own institutions. Um, I think that's clear, and I think the topic of today's show will make it even clearer. I mean, if it's not clear every day with the things that we're talking about, but today, most especially, yeah, the media are in full focus, I think. What we're talking about today is um, Martin Ford. of The Ford Report for him has been interviewed, and um, it's a little bit of reaction to that. I'm going to play a little excerpt of that. Um, and also dissect the sort of wider undercurrent of what that all means. Also, um, we will be talking about, just to follow up on Gary Lineker, this is something that blew my mind last night, and it makes a lot of sense, and it actually ties in lovely with um, the prediction that we've made around Labour, but also, yeah, stick around for what this actually is later. I just can't believe this, fool. Like, but I can at the same time, because you know what these people are like. If you'd like to support the work directly, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily, patreon.com forward slash cowdaily, and there you will find the means to support our work, which is very important in 2023, I feel, because the media are really, really full of pump. It's two and a half minutes to go. I can't swear. Um, <laughs> this is really tempting. So patreon.com forward slash cowdaily, if you want to make a one-off, donation to our work in support of what we're trying to do go to paypal link in the description very much appreciated like now what i mean who's in the comments who's a boot so he jarrett's a boot nice one b griffiths barbara's in good morning mr c hello mate von gears in good morning like a full compliment of the ladies in but where are the men are you here let us know Right, um, let's just crack on, shall we? Like, unpeel the layers of this latest outrage. Um, also, as well, um, every day we're endeavouring to find the hope, and today we have a great little video to play just to just to mix this all up a little bit because, um, you know, it's not always dark, and we're not trying consciously not to do shows where we'll, all we do is just trash the things we don't like got to amplify the things we do like as well so if there's something that you want to have amplified maybe it's something you're involved in or something that means a lot to you um and it actually builds greater good in society let we know and we'll like 
people talk about it, uh, mention it, whatever. Could be a person talking. It could be something that has uplifted you or anything at all that brings hope. That's the whole point of it. So we've got out, um, just inboxes it, and we'll have a look. Nice one. So who should we start with? We'll do the Ford report. <laughs> this is mad. Like This is very, very mad. But I think what I'll do is, right, I'll play this clip for you. And then um, we'll just take it from there, I think. Oh, Yvonne's still on the screen there. Oh, Joanne's just popped in. Hello, mate. Just just in time for the Ford Report bit. Um, if you just want to share the stream as well, Moz, Moz has dropped in there right at the last day. Oh, hello, Moz. You all right, man? Good to see you. Right, Ford Report. Let's get this video going and, um, yeah, see what you think afterwards. <laughs> do, do, do. Here we are. The document I'm holding is an email from Karen Whiteman, who's the editor of Panorama. I also received uh, emails from John Ware. The tone of one in particular sort of demanded a response by 4pm the following day um, was rather like, like a letter before action that you know I might see in, in litigation I felt vindicated because you demonstrated graphically that it had been filleted. And I think the filleting meant the context was lost. It just seemed to me to be objectively entirely misleading to have that partial quote. And she said, I asked you, where are you from? And I said, I'm not prepared to discuss this. And they said, are you from Israel? You are assumed to be in cahoots with, with the Israeli government. When he says, um, where are you from? Are you from Israel? That's an absolute lie. I didn't say that. I'm just curious about, um, like, what branch are you in? I was concerned that the uh, two uh, elderly ladies had a tape recording of a meeting where they were later accused of anti-Semitism, which to my ear revealed nothing of the sort. E my God, honestly, what's going on? Um, bad times, eh? So, interested what you think about that. For once, I mean, obviously, there's a few things that hop out for me, but obviously, on this whole, we're trying to be the media thing, and it's about accuracy. Where you know, we just try our very best, really do, really try hard to make sure that this is all evidence from sources that even with detractors um, can't argue with because they probably have used them themselves in the past. So, um, yeah, the fact that the BBC, the national broadcaster, are putting pressure on uh, King's Council, formerly a QC, it's kind of hard to remember this since the Queen's died, KC, King's Council, 
Um, what's going on there? Why are they putting pressure on him? Let him do his job because it's supposed to be an independent investigation and interesting. Um, we'll dissect this a little bit more, shall we? Yes. So, um, question. Since July last year, how many media outlets have approached you? Martin Ford answers, I think I was approached by one on the day of publication, but they candidly accepted they hadn't actually read the report and I suggested they might want to do that first and didn't come back to me. Was that it? That's it, yep. Well, the media showed little interest in reporting his findings, Ford did receive pressure from Britain's national broadcaster to alter his report. What the hell? I mean, look, people want to like just kind of pretend that none of this happened. Like, oh, we've got to move on. Move on from what? Your discomfort at the fact that, like, this has occurred. Like, this is going on. This continues to go on because it cuts right across our democracy, doesn't it? Like, this is the King's Council saying, and there's other things will go on to what he said since, that nobody <laughs> nobody contacted him from the, the UK media, like all of it, apart from one outlet, and then when they said, read the report, they never got back to him again. Compare and contrast that with the reporting between 2015 and 2019 on this issue. So this report, as Ford is, himself is, is saying, um, exonerates a lot of the people who've been targeted. And yet here we are. How interesting. So we'll, we'll go on. Honestly, like I um, saw that the new Al Jazeera labor files came out. Woke up in the middle of the night. I got to sleep dead early. My sleep patterns mess. So I watched it. Was absolutely furious. Middle of the night. It's not a good thing. But did pull a lot of this together while I was awake. Anyway, Matt Zob cousin on Twitter at Matt Zob. Martin Ford QC says John Ware's BBC Panorama documentary is labor anti-Semitic. Used filleted emails that presented a wholly misleading picture. He has had no engagement from the party general secretary, David Evans, since publishing his recommendations. I'll repeat that. He has had no engagement from David Evans. None. None. Can you remember when, um, like, how, how, just how many times the Ford report was delayed? Like, and now he's just blanking them still. Crazy man. Like, what, what was this for? And the amount of money spent on, the investigation labor party members money that these have just squandered anyway this is from um a quote from salma ahmed i'll read the tweet first though from at grc 1921 again one of the better accounts martin ford says that the racist comments made towards diane abbott reflected a broader problem in the party black and asian councillors or prospective mps felt they had been subject to disciplinary actions which had been deliberately timed to exclude them from selection salma says I was one of those prospective MPs and submitted evidence to the Ford inquiry about my experiences. The way I was treated severely impacted my mental well-being. To this day, I never received an answer as to what grounds they decided to exclude me on the shortlist. That is one of many, many cases of this being, well, this happening. Andrew Fisher. The Ford report was a serious and objective report commissioned by Keir Starmer. So it's really disappointing to hear Martin Ford KC say the UK Labour Party leadership has failed to engage with his report and recommendations. Um, I, disappointing to say the least. I mean, what the hell? 
Jim Carris, weird how none of the media and politics talking heads who spent the last week bleating about BBC impartiality have anything to say about Martin Ford's panorama revelations, almost as if it's all just a damn pander to them. Interesting, isn't it? Also, the Gordon Jackson Five, search the Guardian app for Martin Ford and absolutely nothing whatsoever, as you can see on the screen. Um, I'm reading out, obviously, for the audio heads. Just on audio, if you want to uh, listen to playback on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, links in the description. Please do leave a nice review. Thanks. Tell your friends about the truth. And um, this was interesting. I commented on the Labour Files um, thing and... Um, Somebody called Pat responded, you can't mention it in comment is free in The Guardian. You were moderated just for mentioning it, meaning the Ford report. Um, I had absolutely no idea that was the case. So as I told Pat, I'd include that in today's show. If anybody could um, let us know if that's their experience too, that would be just really interesting. I want to know how deep this goes. So um, on the screen, uh, slide from Al Jazeera, the Labour Files Ford re response, um, obviously released last night. Um, says the Labour Party referred us to the various public apologies it issued after publication of the Ford report and said that it took all complaints of racism extremely seriously. Um, no, they don't. And it's very clear that they don't. And they've done nothing about it. And they're just airing off Martin Ford, KC, completely. They're just like they have many other um, many other people in the party or and certainly outside the party as well. There's no case to be made for voting for these whatsoever. Like, I cannot believe that people who consider themselves to be, um, and I'm just, I think we might clip and I'll just turn it down. There we go. I cannot believe that people um, are still connected to it and consider themselves like, I don't know, what word can we use anymore? Progressive? A socialist? Aye, that'll do, a socialist. How on earth can you use the word solidarity when you don't highlight this? And you do just pretend and that it's not happening like i don't know how anybody can vote for these stand for these like and claim that they're like anything close to any kind of decent person i mean i didn't want to make it personal in that but like how are like people running around going i'm a proper anti-racist me and then just ignoring this that's not okay man like you're buying you're, you're feeding this you, like we can't allow reality right like this isn't like just some raggy on the internet saying this you know this is like martin ford kc that that should hold weight he was commissioned to do this for a reason by starmer so it should hold weight shouldn't it and it makes one speculate and that's what this is that starmer maybe didn't get the report he wanted but it's isn't it how on earth can seemingly a hand be waved in the entire media the entire media, as we've seen, will not cover this apart from the likes of Al Jazeera. And I mean, even then, the response from some of these horror bag center melts is just like, attack the source. Like, well, sorry, not attack the sources, but attack the, the organization. Look, at the end of the day, like you can actually go and, and corroborate all this evidence yourself. They've, they're pointing a camera, same as anybody else, at the guy who did the report. I mean, the way people are going on at the minute, it's across the left, right, all across society, there's a level of delusion that is mad. I mean, just on that, I mean, like this week, with the whole sort of like Nazis were socialist thing, something isn't normal. 
we've got to acknowledge that and unless we diagnose a problem we can't fix it can we so that's what we're trying to do um, and thank you for being here well we'll do it because i feel less lonely doing it and i really appreciate you so let's see who's a boot um ms saying 10 minutes later i'm here yeah i sorry man I, like as i say once my sleeping patterns like sorted we'll be doing it back to a regular time so i appreciate you you're here 10 minutes or not um carlos is saying watch the fifth episode myself via anya zen displaying the same cult-like behavior as the liars in office we need so much better <coughs> Absolute true story, man. Absolutely. Apologies, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. Yvonne, what are you saying? Starmer could not be asked to vote on the refugee bill. Fence sitting should not be allowed. I'd, I'd seen that, but I hadn't had a chance to have a look and check the vote in record. But, pff. oh, God. Jacqueline's saying it should hold weight. It's just a pity that the report doesn't seem to hold any weight with Starmer or anywhere in society. And I, I checked this a few weeks ago, and if you could go and have a look, right? Um, the Ford Report website appears to have been taken down. So I don't know where, like, you click through from the Labour Party's um, Ford Report section on their website to the Ford Report standalone website where it should be housed. It's gone. Not there. And that was a couple of weeks ago. So if anybody wants to go and check and let me know if that's still the case. Now, well, that's mad. Go and have a look at other independent reports just across the political firmament. You can still find them. You can still find them online. They should be there. Like, it was you know money that we put in that paid for this so where is our bloody report i mean i've got a copy of it obviously so if you want it holler everybody should read this i know it's like some mad report and that but like this is not okay for democracy and we really need to be on this like as a movement and actually be talking about this open and honestly um leon smith up in the house nice to catch you live follow you on facebook since the start Love that, mate. Um, really gives us a big lift to like see people coming and getting involved in this in the stream and the podcast and all that. I've been following the writing and everything like that. Um, you're more than welcome, and, and thanks for being here. And as I said before, um, hopefully we'll do we'll do as soon as me health and sleeping gets better, we'll be doing a regular time, and hopefully we'll get the band together. So, cheers, Leon. Nice to see you, pal. Right, so just see if I can get one more out, and then we'll move on to something else. Um, I saw one about the Guardian there, right? That one, Carlos. Also, Guardian comment is free. Definitely excessive censorship. I stepped away from it. Interesting. Doesn't surprise, though. I mean, the Guardian, since the Alan Rusbridge, uh, uh, Julian Assange thing, go and have a look at that. What happened around um, when they did the whole WikiLeaks thing and the former editor, Alan Rusbridge, former. Go and have a look into that. Well, I've got time in the show, but it's something, if you want, like the wider curios of this, like the outer reaches of these discussions then that's what you need so before we move on if you want to support work directly patreon.com forward slash cow daily p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com cow daily links in the description of paypal for the one-off donation and also please share the stream good people and trying to get the channel monetized um if you could watch this on youtube always appreciated like thank you right i think we should do a bit of hope what's what hope today before we move on to something else which is kind of funny but also a little dark it's kind of one of them so we need to sweeten it up a bit really don't we so i am talking while i bring this up up and on the screen and from my perspective right as i said i spend a lot of time um trashing people and sometimes you've got to listen to your detractors and the detractors oh, you know, always trash people so i thought about that and i was like yeah some that's not strictly true but in some respects it's right so i'm gonna 
listen to that. Um, and we're going to do this a bit what we've been doing every day. Where's where hope today? For me, as people know, I've spent a bit of time trashing the leaders of the movement on the left. However, here's a leader who I do not trash because she's clearly got the courage of her convictions, as you will see, and I have all the time in the world and respect for her. So, Laura Pidcock, this is her speech at the People's Assembly, which she is the Grand High Vizier of, I believe. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is Laura. People are looking for answers and they're looking for relief from this crisis. But I have to say this. The answers will not come from the far right. Nothing is to be gained for working class people in the protests that are outside of hotels, that are demonstrating against where asylum seekers are placed. And it is an uncomfortable truth for the purveyors of hate that we have more in common with people who've had to make the perilous journeys across the channel than we have with hedge fund managers, with CEOs, with the landlords, with the politicians in Westminster. And I know, I honestly know that you feel like there is no opposition. The Labour Party's reluctance to stand with striking workers and the reluctance to stand with refugees is shameful. It is, it is, however, my deep belief that you are the opposition. It is people here today who are the opposition to the brutal Conservative government. And I honestly believe that in the long run, that organising between working class people will serve us better than wishing on a parliamentary prayer. Get in there, Laura, get them telt. So for me, right, there's a few takeaways from that. One, main one for me, um, Laura is a principled person and she proves that publicly. She proves it. She just stood up there and went, look, I know you don't know, you don't feel like there's any opposition and the, the Labour Party disgraceful on these small boats and the racism and all that. This is a former Labour MP, member of the NEC, member of the Shadow Cabinet. Why isn't this being reported in the same way that um, other Labour world things are being reported? Well, we all know why that is. So, like, for whatever contribution we can make, we need to shine a light on people who speak without fear or favour in our society because they're very few. And um, Laura's definitely one of them. People who watched the um, podcast that we did with Laura will see where she's coming from and understand and know like how hard it must be for Laura to get up on that platform and say anything about the Labour Party because of her family history. It was something that Laura and I connected on because it's very, very similar, you know, um, similar areas, um, like similar part of the Northeast, but we grew up in the very similar places, I think. And um, I wanted to highlight this. You know, what we're seeing is, um, you know, like member of the bloody former member of the Shadow Cabinet standing up and saying that about the party she's resigned from, not just as um, an NET member, but also as a party member. Now, that's really hard for people who've come from like lifelong like Labour families. I come from on myself. I understand it. Like my granddad always wanted to vote Labour. That was his deathbed thing. And for a long time, that couldn't happen. And that was a source of great upset like you know but at the same time we know that the people who came before with that were sought now 
they would be spinning like a centrifuge in their graves would know this so um yeah i mean just saying like laura do that I, that gave me hope and that's my hope today and i wanted to pass that on to you as well um and also just big up the people in our movement who actually mean what the bloody say um jacqueline's saying Laura Pidcock and Laura Smith should not have lost their seats at the last general election. They're the type of MPs that we need. Absolutely spot on they are. And this is exactly why the two Lauras and others should be part of the future of the left. And they should be um, doing what's a bang on about all the time, building that opposition for, because they're politicians. We're not. We're, we're the media. But also as well, we'll completely and utterly support people like that who are good people simple as anyway big up laura and laura pidcock is our hope today good people um right just wanted to pick up a little bit on this linica story two seconds for the audio people just gonna have a drink me tea back on the ginger today um just doing it for us you know you know and the tea herbal one really gets you nicely that's me what we've got Oh, who's this? It's Gary Lineker with Rory the Tory and Alistair Campbell. Why is he stood with them? I honestly couldn't believe this. I didn't know. Right. Gary Lineker's Goal Hanger. It's a podcast network to expand podcast output after signing with WME. That's like a big entertainment agency. I think it was called WME IMG um, when it bought the UFC for about $4 billion. Um, so yeah that basically if you get signed to that i mean there's the amount of like like bump all of their titles can get in, in terms of just wider media because they're not media titles so it gets covered so exclusive goal hanger the company formed by legendary england striker gary lineker is looking to further expand its audio output after signing its podcast division with wme it comes on the back of a number of growing audio series for the company including the rest is history the rest is politics and match the day top 10 these three shows have collected monthly downloads of around 5 million. The rest is history, which is fronted by historians Tom Holland. Da, da, da. We're not bothered about them, but what, what's this? The rest is politics, which is hosted by Tony Blair's former comms chief, Alistair Campbell, and Tory politician Rory Stewart has scored 900,000 per month despite being less than 12 weeks old. That was a while ago, by the way, which I think a couple of years. It's the number one podcast in Britain. All categories, all categories. Number three is those horror bells, Maitlis, Sobel, and that other little melt, I've forgotten his name, who did so much to um, basically stop millions of people, um, who got some hope, who were living in poverty from having none. They're, they're a big part of it. Look at the rest as politics. Lineker owns this. He's profiting from this, right? And, you know, you know, if you're watching the Lineker stuff we've done this week, you would see why that's an issue. So go back, watch those episodes where we've mentioned this issue this week. However, what else? Let's look at the wider thing. Rory Stewart. Spies have a long history of becoming politicians. It's been claimed that Stuart worked for the British Secret Intelligence Service, MI6, for several years after completing his degree at Oxford. That's from The Conversation. From Politico.eu, Tory leadership candidate, I was definitely never a spy, June 18th, 2019. Tory leadership contender Rory Stewart said he had not worked as a spy, but added that if he had, it would be illegal for him to say so. Spooky. Look at this, man. Look at this, right? Hi, fellow Afghanis. I'm definitely not a spy, and I'm here definitely not to contribute to the destabilization of your country in service to the West. 
Look at him, man. It's like the same energy. You know, somebody mocked Keir Starmer up in that like that film where he's got the skateboard. Hello, fellow socialists. <laughs> the colourful and quirky past of Rory Stewart, says the Telegraph. Well, that's one way of putting it, Tory graph. Colourful and quirky, is it? Anyway, what's it saying here? They'll get it all from you sooner or later, says George Carlin, because they own this effing place. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long beating you over the head with their media, telling you what to believe, what to think and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hardworking people, white collar or blue collar. It doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. It's one big club, and we're not invited. Listen, right? Lineker, pedestal, all week, right? Refugees, right? Tell me this. Hold on, I'll grab my phone. I've pulled some stats up, right? Lineker is like, all like, oh, I refugees. That's like a proper bad thing, and obviously it bloody is. You've seen our record with it for people who are just tuning in now. Refugees welcome here at all times. However, this in... As of 2021, 9.2 million Iraqis are internally displaced or refugees abroad. The refugee crisis impacted both Iraqis who fled and the communities they left behind. Engineers, artists, lawyers, academics, doctors and other professionals were among the first to escape the war. Afghanistan. 28.3 million Afghans, two-thirds of the population, are in need of humanitarian and protection assistance as the severe humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan continues deteriorating. 8.2 million Afghans are being hosted by neighboring countries. Over 1.6 million have arrived since 2021. That's from unrefugees.org. Do you see where this is going yet? I hope so. Because your boy Lineker, right? He's giving it a big one about refugees. Good. You should, right? Big time. We all should. It's, It's a thing. But here he is with Alistair, architect of the, one of the architects of the Iraq War, Campbell, and Rory, definitely not a spook, but what was I doing in Afghanistan? Whatever his surname is, Rory the Tory. What is he? Stuart, there you go. Am I alone in just having a problem here? And also, we've talked about the media, and this is the thread that cuts through this. All, all show, right? What the hell is a man doing with that lack of awareness that the people that he's put in the number one podcast on his goal hanger network gary lineker are profiting profiting from the people who've destabilized those countries to create those refugees clown world who's talking about this and who's why are people not interrogating this i only found out about this right like last night because it just ends up in my timeline and I was just like, I've been racking my brains as you've seen, like you've seen us on camera, like what's, what's like, what's the thing here with him and Alistair Campbell? Like what's going on? Like uh, it's this, he's just making money. So you, you want to talk about refugees and all of that and use your platform, good. I think there's like a, an element of that that I haven't really been as clear on as I should because I thought it should go without saying, but I will say it. I mean, it's great that anybody's like um, using that big platform to, um help refugees because that's what he's done like you know he's like nobody's wholly bad but this is the problem with center melts he's his analysis of the situation doesn't go beyond that because if it did there was a level of discomfort for lineker isn't there because he's profiting from the people who created the 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 situation which 
made those people displaced, which created refugees, which creates asylum seekers. War is one of the big drivers of that. So it's climate change and, and, and. Do you want to get like, what, like, I don't, what? Where's the media like? That should have been absolutely just rinsed. You know, even the bloody, um, this is a mad thing that just occurred to us there. Even the right-wing press, which is like 85% of it, it's low-hanging fruit for them these links to Campbell and that see nothing nothing not a thing it's all one big club not invited are we a couple of comments before we leave uh someone thought actually um how about send Lineker a link to the show go ahead mate um feel free please do um and if that's a, that's a good thing actually if you, like you was watching this and it's something that like you feel um, the people that we're talking about need to know. Just fucking link it in their social media, innit? Um, so a few more. Jacqueline says, I watched that interview between Low-Key and Oliver Eagleton about Starmer. Starmer gets worse and worse the more I find out about him. Sad, innit? But this is it. And I mean, as we've seen um, before, we pegged him out early doors because we're mint. We see right through them. Anyway, MS Ford, a black man, says there's a hierarchy of racism. Starmer ignores it and sweeps it under the rug. Muggs says Starmer cares about racism and is definitely not a racist. And that's just it. Muggs, self-delusion. Stop it or don't. I mean, like, it's up to, you, up to yourselves. I mean, sentient beings, but you're going to get judged because it's in the face of all evidence. And we're going to stand here tall every fucking day just with, uh, alongside you good people there. And we're going to keep saying these things because they're all backed up with the truth it's one big club you're not getting in it get out of it stay yourselves in poverty while we do millionaire shit and um the media don't hold us to task if you wanted to help us grow a media company which challenges this on a grander scale every day patrun.com forward slash cow daily link in the description for paypal one thing I just want to point out um, as we close the week, right? I get how hard this is for everybody. I understand it, but I swear to God, you turning up and getting involved in this makes me feel not alone. Um, and I say this to you with good heart and appreciation, man. Thank you. Um, I really feel like it's helping us sleep as well. There's so much going on in my head because the amount of research I do is, is a lot, you know? And um, I've never been good at taking breaks, but I'm getting better. My partner is very good at supporting us in like take a break, so that's good. So, um, just thanks, and that's it. Like, from the bottom of my heart, man, um, thanks for everybody's support this week. And, um, yeah, big up yourselves, big up Laura Pidcock, and continue to spread hope. And if that comes from this show, share it with people. Thank you very much. One more comment before we go what you got to say? <laughs> it's lovely to know Starmer has fixed racism, Jacqueline says. That's a great way to end it. As is this. See you later. Fuck his stomach!